0: restrictions apply.
1: Failure was just an interesting way of collecting more data. But I think a lot of people, because I've coached a lot of freelancers, it's a lot of the mentality is if they fail, it's like, okay, this wasn't meant for me. I'm not right for this.
2: For Milo, it's Freelance to Founder, where we tell the stories of solopreneurs who built their businesses far beyond themselves. I'm your host, Brandon Hull. On today's show, A young man learns lessons on building a lifestyle business at a very young age by way of a trip to Las Vegas, no less. This is the story of Brennan Dunn, whom you might better know from DoubleYourFreelancing.com. He's also the founder of the new RightMessage.io. Welcome to Season 3. Before we get started, a few words about our sponsors from Preston. They make Freelance the Founder possible.
0: Season 3 of Freelance to Founder is sponsored by FreshBooks, the number one invoicing software for freelancers and solopreneurs. FreshBooks recently released some major updates to better help you scale your business. From super fast invoice creation to automatic client reminders and lots of other cool features, FreshBooks is the number one choice for lots of our listeners and readers. In fact, this season you'll hear from freelancers and solopreneurs just like you who have used FreshBooks to manage and scale their business. Real people who are running real businesses and using FreshBooks to do it. To try the all-new FreshBooks free for 30 days, visit freshbooks.com slash FTF and enter FTF in the How Did You Hear About Us section. Have you ever noticed that many of the problems people calling with on this show can be solved by hiring someone? Sometimes you need a full-fledged team, other times maybe just a simple assistant, or an expert in something you're not great at. Whatever your reason for hiring, we recommend you take a look at LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn isn't just another job board. As you may know already, LinkedIn has a vast network of more than a billion professionals, which makes it the best place to hire. It gives you access to professionals you can't find anywhere else. And LinkedIn Jobs makes the process of finding the perfect teammate easy and intuitive. Hiring is always easy when you have access to so many quality candidates. So easy. In fact, that 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours when using LinkedIn jobs. I've used it myself. And it was so simple. In fact, I've made multiple hires using LinkedIn jobs. And did I mention by the way, It's free to business owners like me and you. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash freelance. That's linkedin.com slash freelance to post your job for free or click the link in our show description. Terms and conditions apply. in just 20 minutes for an insane, effective home workout. That's because Hydro, promo code freelance to save $400 hydro.com promo code freelance or just click the link in our show description.
1: So my, um, uh, my dad had a, uh, he owned a company that had about 40 ish employees. I think where what they did is they helped people who got kind of conned into buying timeshare, get out of that. So if you were at a resort that Lord, you in with a free vacation, and then they put you in a room and sold you on buying their timeshare if you wanted if you were getting buyers or more wanted out uh, his company would basically buy it back from you and then get it back onto the market so he he did that uh it, it was cool cuz it was very much a lifestyle business for him he's a uh, from Fort Lauderdale Florida he still to this day spends pretty much all day at the beach every day and he built this company that would allow him to go in every day for about an hour just chat with the key people at the company and then go back to the beach
2: you just don't hear about businesses like this every day his dad was a lifestyle business owner before lifestyle businesses were all the rage while brennan didn't live what he would call a privileged life the success and nature of his father's business led to a lot of early lessons for brennan one family vacation in las vegas especially set up an important one for him why do people go to vegas his father asked him
1: basically said the reason you see all these people here banging these slot machine buttons all day is that this is the only way that they have to escape the show up for 40 hours a week and get a set amount of income formula right so this is a way that they could hit the button and 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 they're showered potentially with lots and lots of income and, and new money and everything else in a way that most people are working in a way that they they have effectively a a contract if you make if you sell me this many this much of your time every month i will give you this much money and that's how it is for the majority of people and he was saying that's why this is so interesting to people like for me i can go in and i can go and create a new product over a few weeks and then launch it make a big burst of money or do a sale and, and make a big burst of money or something like that but Most people can't do that. So Vegas is their outlet to get that kind of endorphin rush of that.
2: That message stuck with Brennan, but I want to rewind even further back to Brennan's childhood because that's when he really caught the entrepreneurial bug.
1: My parents bought a computer for the house, an Apple IIe back when I was probably eight or so. And I remember going and, um, you know, I would go, they didn't really have, I mean, there was no internet really. So I would go to the local college library and get books on basic and I'd try to just understand it. And I mean, again, I'm I'm a little kid, so I don't know. I mean, the, the extent of it was doing like if then go-tos and trying to show my friends how cool this stuff was.
2: And that fascination for computers led to additional opportunities. The
1: biggest thing was, I
2: think, um,
1: in high school, I got tasked with rebuilding the school's website, and that got me exploring uh, Perl and then later PHP, and uh, that got me into kind of, I guess, database programming or whatever it would be called, um, and I got decent at that. And then I, um, I got my first kind of freelancing gig around that time, just doing a simple website for somebody who built, built her own jewelry and sold it, I did a $200 flat fee, and it took, like, weeks to do. Um, <laughs> but it was interesting. And I, I, I guess that was my first kind of real proper uh, freelance work.
2: And on into college. Brennan studied electrical engineering at Florida State University. He later transferred to a school in Maryland with a 180-degree change in majors as well.
1: Yeah, well, you know, it's funny. So I went to, I was at Florida State studying electrical engineering along with doing some CS classes. And then I got this, I don't know what kind of crisis this would be, but I thought, I don't wanna do what I love to do as, a, as an occupation. So I actually ended up um, tr- moving to a school in Maryland where I studied the classics. So I would you know, learn Greek and Latin and stuff and to the complete opposite of anything technical. Um, but I still I still maintained my love of all things computers and stuff.
2: Brennan wasn't thinking of starting his own thing permanently, but he was constantly crawling Craigslist, as he put it, looking for opportunities to earn money on the side. One project in particular challenged and excited him. He ran Google ad campaigns for a mortgage broker, driving those site visitors to a sophisticated landing page he created. Since the project was paid via revenue share, Brennan had an incentive to drive as many qualified leads as possible. He made great money doing this, enough that he ultimately dropped out of school during his third year to start an agency that would partner with multiple mortgage brokers, which led to a huge amount of success, until... That did extremely well, and then the subprime mortgage
1: thing happened, and the it just collapsed under itself.
2: Once he had a taste of the freedom that comes with doing your own thing, he couldn't shake it.
1: I've been an employee a few times. Um, But for the most part, especially throughout adulthood, I've been, you know, I've run my own thing in one way or another. And I think the big thing for me has always been it's uh, it sounds trite, but the you know, the the freedom aspect in the sense that I think freelancing is good for people in the sense that it it gives you the benefit done right. It gives you the benefits of running your own business, but without needing to R&D new products. I've always liked the risk aspect. I think I, I really, I'm not happy when I know like it's all figured out. I like uncertainty. I like risk. I like, um, you know, having, again, it's it, a lot of this I think sounds trite nowadays, especially, but to me, um, failure, cause I, I did fail a lot early on. was just an interesting way of collecting more data. <laughs> so, um, But I think a lot of people, because I've coached a lot of freelancers, it's a lot of the mentality is if they fail, it's like, okay, this wasn't meant for me. I'm not right for this.
2: Brennan did well with unique one-off projects. Keeping an open mind about what types of projects he'd take on rather than have a a rigid five-year plan, many could explore opportunities that might take on a life of their own, like DoubleYourFreelancing.com. Brennan started this site about four years ago, there's a negative connotation associated with being reactive, but being reactive was a key to Brennan's next adventure with Double Your Freelancing.
1: The core need that I found was people who uh, were creatively and technically very good at what they did, but completely clueless about business, which is how I was when I started
2: too. Double Your Freelancing has evolved into quite the enterprise. An online course, a conference, thousands of people have participated, including you maybe, But something happened as Brennan continued to grow that project. While he started out focusing on professionals like him, software developers, who freelanced or worked on side projects, he attracted more and more freelancers from other walks of life. Graphic designers, website designers, copywriters, and so forth. He faced the same challenge you and I do. How do you speak to people individually on your website like people do when they're face-to-face? How do you take what you know about them, and use that to educate or attract them with more relevant content, testimonials or examples. As a software developer, he hard coded some clever approaches to this, and then he realized he was on to something. This could be its own product.
1: I had done a lot of high touch sales, both with my first Agathon company, the one where we did mortgage and real estate leads. We sold over the phone and we would learn about their business and their needs and we would take our product or our offer and phrase it in a way that made sense to them. And I realized even, you know, I do a lot of conferences, you know, and whenever I go to a conference, if I'm at a design conference and somebody's talking to me about what I do, I'm going to describe what I do differently to them than if I was at a a more kind of like, you know, I've been to a, I remember I went to a um, conference for uh, investment bankers and I would describe my business differently to them than I would to a somebody, a designer at a design conference, right? So we do this naturally, and I thought, well, what's making, like, there's nothing, you know, Netflix does this, Amazon does this, but my web browser doesn't care if you're reading an article on WordPress or Amazon, it's just getting HTML back. So why can't we, why can't I do some work where I can learn about, like, to the best of my knowledge, like, who somebody might be, and maybe just change things like testimonials or change a headline or change an image based
2: off of that. Okay, so it might be impossible for you or me to do this. I'm not a developer. But the lesson here is keeping one eye on your current work, whatever that is, and another open to possibilities, reacting to opportunities when they come. Brennan thought about his online course routes. He could just teach people how to do this and give them the code, But after the break, you'll hop inside Brennan's head and learn how putting himself in the shoes of his target customers changed everything about how he'd help people personalize their websites.
0: Season three of Freelance to Founder is brought to you by FreshBooks, the number one invoicing software for freelancers and solopreneurs. Lots of our listeners and readers use FreshBooks to help grow their business including Ian. My name's Ian Vadas, and I'm a designer at ianvatas.com, and I've been using FreshBooks for years. Ian knows that when a client doesn't pay on time, it can really mess up your business. Their automated late payment reminder emails are a great feature that gives clients a nudge to pay up without having to actually have that uncomfortable money conversation that we all hate to have as freelancers. I've noticed that sometimes
1: clients just forget when the invoices due, and that's one time when
0: you really want an easy way to remind them without coming off like you're accusing them of trying to cheat you if you're ready to start getting paid on time without having those awkward money conversations Ian's talking about try FreshBooks free for 30 days by visiting freshbooks.com slash FTF and entering FTF in the how did you hear about us section that's FTF as in freelance to founder this season is also sponsored by a super secret new company that we weren't even allowed to talk about until we launched episode one. That company is called Storyblocks. Have you ever been in the middle of a client project? Your client has gone over scope and over budget and getting the right visual elements for the project will take some kind of miracle. Well, Storyblocks brings you over 400,000 photos, vectors, textures, and icons, all for one super low annual price. Plus for freelance to founder listeners, you'll get seven days free by visiting storyblocks.com slash. Founders. That's seven days free access to almost half a million quality photos, vectors, textures, and icons. Visit storyblocks.com slash founders.
2: Welcome back to Freelance to Founder. I'm Brandon Hall. Earlier in the show, Brennan Dunn was on the cusp of creating something brand new. A new company with a new service. He'd built his previous company off of a tremendous amount of content marketing. But would that approach work with this one? Would an online course be enough? Then it
1: became a well what if I um, make a course out of this what if I you know I'm good at that what if I did that and i'll I'll include it in the code that I'd written and the number one I'll call a complaint that I got was what the hell do I do with this code <laughs> you know so because uh, people buying tend to be marketers who what what how how does this help them at all right so That led me to then basically speak with a lot of them and say, hey, if I built a product that made it so you could point and click, would you be interested in that?
2: Well played with the if-then sales skills there, Brennan. Now, some say a founder or entrepreneur has to be completely convinced of their idea, even in the face of extreme opposition, in order to succeed. Others say you've got to think like a customer and solve their problems in order to succeed. Make sure it's viable, not just what you deliver, but how you deliver it. Here's how Right Message was founded. Brennan Dunn discovered that more people would say yes to what he was selling at DoubleYourFreelancing.com if he spoke to them in a much more personalized, relevant way. Then, rather than promote a course or follow the same model that made that site successful, he packaged his code into a -a software-as-a-service offering that even the most code-allergic could implement. No ebook, no online course, easy to implement software. And so far, he's taken that one step further. With most software-as-a-service tools, say MailChimp or FreshBooks, you sign up on your own and you get going. Brennan did this with his W Your Freelancing course, not so with Right Message, Adaptability. That's a hallmark of great freelancers who want to become founders.
1: we all want monologues that do the work for us. So what I mean by that is we all want the perfect marketing site for a product or a service for selling or something like that. But the best monologues come from a lot of dialogue beforehand, right? So whenever I do a new product, so for, with right message for instance, there's no way to sign up. You get on a call with me and you talk to me for half an hour and I learn, I'm learning a lot about you, but I'm also describing, I'm, it's, uh, these calls are great. They're like the most personalized they can ever get. Right oh, you're in the UK I've been there oh I've been oh you're from Cornwall yeah I've, I've heard good things about that oh you're doing you're in hospitality cool you know let me tell you about this one client I used to have in that business um, and then like I'm able to make it super relevant right like again which is the job of a good salesperson but I'm doing all this manually and then over time that's helping me codify it into more uh, what's the word like turnkey
2: <laughs> way of doing it right Are you willing to shake things up like this? Brennan Dunn is a risk taker. He has no problem testing things out. Failure is just more data, the man says. I told him that despite the fact that Write Message is at least his second SaaS startup, he also founded Planscope back in the day, he still seems like a freelancer at heart. He's a tinkerer. So, you might remember Caleb Wojcik from season two. When Caleb went out on his own as a videographer he had a very specific target audience in mind. Brennan thinks the same exact way. While he realizes that customers in a variety of industries might be attracted to his latest software, he has a focus in mind, and he has reasons behind why he's starting with that market, citing three specific criteria.
1: So um, we're starting with infomarketers just because typically they tend to have purchasing decisions, or they're able to, like, buy without having any red tape in the way like, and they love marketing tech and they do long form sales pages. So it's like the perfect, the sweet spot for us. Um, and there's a lot of money there too. So we're starting with them, but we also have quite a few SaaS companies already who are using it and some service companies too, though we're more for the services companies, even though yes, you could personalize your your uh, sales pages and generate more leads and everything that way. And we it. uh, Most of my audience are people who run services companies because they're consultants or freelancers.
2: Folks, this is how the pros do things. This is why we wanted Brennan on for episode one of season three. But it's not like it's always been a walk in the park for him either. He lost it all when the subprime mortgage catastrophe occurred. His project management software, Planscope, took quite a while to get off the ground when he first launched it. And with Double Your Freelancing, there was no overnight success. But after hundreds of articles, dozens of podcast episodes, five products in addition to the main course, an affiliate network to nurture, and a massive conference in both the United States and Europe, he's figured some things out, needless to say. That he was able to pivot into a new product, nearly pausing much of what was going on with the currently successful Double Your Freelancing program, it's no small thing that he was willing to is a big lesson for all of us.
1: You now, The easy part is building, the, is the product itself. The hard part is knowing how do I actually make the, make this transferable in a very easy to learn way. How do I clearly communicate a repeatable way of understanding and thinking about this that somebody can go through this, not be overwhelmed, but go through this in a way that's kind of granular and over time end up having actually bettered themselves
2: remember where all this started it started with brennan's father's timeshare business bailing out unfortunate new timeshare owners with buyer's remorse while i don't know brennan's dad we sure get an idea of who he was and the lessons brennan took from him and looking back the things he saw in his childhood what final takeaways does Brennan have for us from that time?
1: I'd always done, I'd always been encouraged in a good way, I think, from my parents, specifically my dad, to kind of do this sort of stuff, right? To go out and find different ways to, um, you know, I didn't want to have, I didn't want to work at a, as a waiter like a lot of my friends were. I wanted to do something a little more interesting. And that always led to, you know, I mean, even I remember when we threw my first lemonade stand as a kid, he always talked about, you know, work smarter, not harder. Like, w- what if you found other kids in the neighborhood who could man the lemonade stand for you? You handle supply um, like, you know, he was thinking stuff that I, you know, I wouldn't have naturally kind of thought of on my own. Um, so, you know, I mean, it, it, it definitely helped. And, and I think the good thing is, and again, it's hardly you mentioned this. It's hard to see this when you're actually a kid growing up, but we never there was nothing like the words "we can't afford it," I never heard as a kid. Um, and I, I saw from my dad, for instance, that he was able to do a lot of stuff with us, and it wasn't like we were left to fend for ourselves, and or we were left in the care of like an aftercare thing at school or whatever. Like it was always very. Um, and again, I, I completely took it for granted as a kid, but you know, I mean, it its just one of those things that I didn't realize at the time.
2: Folks, that was Brennan Dunn of Right Message and Double Your Freelancing. Thanks for listening to this first episode in Season 3 of Freelance to Founder. If you enjoyed this episode, we'd really like your review at iTunes. Let us know your thoughts, maybe what you've learned, what you like about the show, and what you'd like to hear more of. We've got some powerful, practical stuff for you this season from several other guests, including our next two episodes with Michael O'Neill and Michelle Schroeder Gardner.
1: So it was probably not until a year and a half after I first started making Sense of Sense that I actually told people that I was a blogger. So I was actually an anonymous blogger in the beginning. It definitely all changed once I realized, huh, like maybe I can turn this into a full time job. And two years after I started making Sense of Sense, I put in my two month notice at my day job and I actually decided to become a full time blogger. If you really understand the landscape of social media and the psychology of sales, you should be able to take something you know and something you love and make some money from it. And maybe that money
2: just pays your cell phone bill for the month. That's fine. It's another star-studded lineup this season, truly. For Preston Lee and for all the team at Millo, I'm Brandon Hull. Thanks for joining me. We'll see you next time.